Welcome to ETF TV News, your update on newly issued exchange-traded funds and products. I'm Dan Barnes. Joining me this week is Rory Riggs, CEO of Syntax, which launched the Syntax Stratified US Total Market ETF last week, and of course, Deborah Fur from ETF GI. Deborah, let me start with you. Welcome back to the show. Thank you. Can you give us an update on the securities we saw issued over the previous week? Sure. Last week was a very busy week. We saw 48 new ETFs and ETPs being listed by 16 issuers. They were on 11 exchanges. 45 were focused on equity exposure. Three were fixed income. We saw a number of ESG. We saw thematic. We saw active. And we also saw smart beta. Smart beta is an area where I think there's been less interest. But at the end of February, we saw that assets reached a record of 1.05 trillion, and we have record net inflows year to date of 29 billion. So clearly an area where we're still seeing flows and interest from investors. Rory, let me turn to you. First of all, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me on the show. So this is your fourth ETF, which listed with 21 million in seed capital. All of your ETFs have been using the Syntax Stratified Weight Index. Can you tell us what a Stratified Weight Index is? It's our core patented methodology. And we're going after an investor's core assets. Your core assets is where you take the major benchmarks. But the way you get them from the major benchmark providers is not perfect. I mean, you know, it's always overweight the stocks that are high in momentum. If you're an equal weight, you're overweight the stocks there are too many of. The easiest way to look at it is look at the cap weight now, you're overweight technology. It's 45% of your portfolio. If you look at the small cap, it's underweight technology and overweight oil. So no matter which universe you're looking at, you get this imbalance. And so this ETF we just launched was a stratified S&P 1500, which contains a stratified 500, a stratified 400, and a stratified 600, all of them with one goal, to get your economic balance within those portfolios even. So when you wake up every day, you know what you own. There's been a lot of discussion recently about mutual funds converting into ETFs, and we know that's going to be happening soon. Rory, you were the first to convert private funds into ETFs with track record and assets. Can you talk about why and how you decided to do that, please? So we've been managing separately managed accounts with our strategy, Stratify with S&P 500, and we wanted to create an ETF for the tax benefits you get in an ETF strategy. And we realized we could roll over our track record if we contributed the shares themselves in the ETF. And so we were the first people to show up at the closing with shares because you needed that continuity of interest. But it also taught us that we could take shares from separately managed accounts and move them in a tax-deferred basis into an ETF. And this is a really big idea because many people in their core assets, they've owned the S&P 500 for 10 years, and they have a, an unweighted security, and it's hard to get out because of tax friction. And this gives people an idea to be able to move those assets into an ETF and get a diversified portfolio. And so we're going to start doing all of our seedings this way. And we find it's a really attractive option for investors. So basically, it works for mutual funds, private funds, and SMAs. And all of them are based on what you define as stratified weighted indices, which are really looking at related business risks. What do you envision doing going forward? What are your future plans? Everything we do is going to be your universe, but diversified business risks. And then we don't do it at one level. We do it at multiple levels. In the emerging markets, there's too many banks, but there's also two big ones. And so just leaving a banking portfolio doesn't work. You need to stratify each sector too. And so we're going to do a series of, we expect, we run stratified versions of every major index, IFA, emerging markets, Russell 1000, and we intend to launch all of those as ETFs and let investors have a chance to take their core portfolios, which are now have whatever rating solution they took and change it and move it into our portfolio. And I think the next one we're going to see, and it will be this quarter, we're going to do the same one, the SY Total US Hedge. 
So it's very common you can have hedges around it, which we think will be really attractive in this marketplace because you get the benefits of stratification. You don't have any one sector overweighting. And if the market does adjust, you're protected. And we expect to do that in a rollover transaction. A lot of people aren't familiar with the fact that you were first to do these conversions and not really familiar with your strategy. So thank you for sharing that update with us. That's great. Thanks, Debbie, for having me. I appreciate it. Debbie, turning back to you, can you give us a bit more color around some of the ETFs and ETPs we saw launched over the previous week? When we look at what's come to market, there's been a trend to launch single security leverage and inverse products in London. In Chile, they were able to do the fastest listing of a Bitcoin ETF. Based on a memo of understanding between Chile and Canada, they were able, without any additional regulatory oversight, to list that product or cross-list it in Chile. We also know now that Brazil is looking at listing an ETF from a local issuer. So Bitcoin continues to be another area where we see interest. And I think some of the interesting trends, we've talked a lot about active ESG thematics. If we look at the end of February, active ETFs have reached a record of 318 billion. Net inflows are a record 34 billion year to date. ESG is at a record 227 billion with year to date inflows a record 41 billion. And thematic ETFs, which has really been a hot topic recently, there's $394 billion in assets and $43 billion of year-to-date inflows, which are both records. So areas of focus are continuing to do well from an investor flow and asset point of view. That's great, Debbie. Thank you very much. Thank you.